Hey guys, so welcome to the Lift Fitness Podcast. This is uh, this is week nine, episode nine. Week this nine, episode nine. Week nine, episode nine. Um, so thank you for listening and thank you for joining us. Um, and as we've seen, if you, I mean, as we as as we showed you on Instagram, if you do follow us, we've kind of gone global with our listeners, which is actually really, I'm actually really, really excited about this. So man, I was looking at it last night and I was just like, I literally was quick and refreshing to see if more countries would pop up. So last night when I was looking, I refreshed it. So it was, um, I can't remember exactly which ones popped up since the last time we recorded the podcast, but we've now got listeners in Fiji, Barbados, Sweden, and Australia. That is, honestly, that is amazing. It's, granted, you know, it's not like a huge percent. It's, yeah, like it's less not than like, 1%, but I'm just, I, I'm just damn amazed by it. But, but uh, the fact that it can reach all the way over there. It's quite mind-boggling, really, isn't it? Yeah. So hello, and it's Sweden, and Indonesia, and South Africa, everywhere else. Thank you for listening. Um, and what's, what's actually pretty cool as well is a lot of my clients, members of the gym, they listen to it as well. Um, one, one of my clients in particular, he was, he was talking about today, actually, he never, he's never listened to a podcast and now he's listening to ours and he's listening to every single episode. So I think that's really good because, you know, it's, it's obviously he's listening to some positive stuff because what we talk about is very positive. Yeah. Um, but it's just nice that they probably get maybe a different side of us as well because we're mm. actually just talking about stuff as opposed to like being in the session with them. We're actually talking about stuff in a relaxed sort of manner. Yeah. Really right. sort, sort of just conversational really rather than sort of. Yeah. Yeah, so thanks, Glenn. Thanks, thanks for listening, and um, I really appreciate your feedback. Uh, and apologies for last week, by the way. We did realise kind of halfway through, it sounded like somebody was deadlifting on top of us. It was just Aaron's really sort of high tech mic just picked it up, and people are actually miles away from where we're at, and it still picked the deadlifts up. And I thought that was really odd because, say, it was. I'm sure it was a couple of reps as well, but like you could hear it faintly in the background for the first one, and then the next one, it was literally as if it was deadlifting with the mic attached to it. It wasn't. It wasn't. Was just, was just some beast in the gym, lifting some really heavy weights. Lifting all the all the plates in the gym. I reckon it was Sean. Sean's a pretty strong dude. Yeah. So, last week again, what we do on Instagram just before we come on and do the podcast, we do a quick uh, follow Friday. Uh, this is just to give you some, you know, some positive accounts that you can look at on Instagram because Instagram will be a place. I think we'll probably mention this last week. Will be a place where there's a lot of negativity on there. Um, so we just like to offer you accounts that you can go and watch and just get some really good information from. So this week was Aaron's choice. So Aaron, who was it? So this week I've chosen Martin McDonald, which is Instagram handles at Martin Nutrition, I think. Something along the lines of that. If you search Martin McDonald's, he'll pop up. But anyway, so a little bit about him, basically, is the smartest man in nutrition right now. Probably what I'd comfortably say. And honestly, I can't really, I don't know how to even explain him. It's just that, like, sort of, every single post that he puts up is about different aspects and stuff. But I always find that I take something away from all the posts. And then even the stories. The stories are, like, a good mix of, like, entertaining informative like say you'll have the questions box up and people will ask him like these complex questions about different things but then think, in the background think, it'll just be videos of him and his kids and you'll still answer it yeah i think he's a very confident dude in what he does yeah um you know i mean me and aaron both went to one of his seminars and i think you've been, you've been to a couple haven't you yeah been to a few of them 
you know, he's, he's, he's very sort of, um, he's very knowledgeable, like super knowledgeable, but he's actually really, he's quite an entertainer. Yeah. Um, so you'll get a lot of value from, from both accounts, really. Yeah, so give him a follow. And yeah, and he apparently wants a blue tick as well. Did you get his blue tick yet? On Instagram? I don't know, I'm sure. I want to double check. I'm so sure. maybe if you follow him, he may get his blue tick. Aaron's going to actually check now. No, he doesn't yet. But as I've just double checked. His Instagram name is Martin Nutrition. Martin so. Nutrition. So there you go, guys. Follow Martin Nutrition. And um, that's today's, or this week's, follow Friday. Or follow Monday, technically, when this goes up. Yes. We do it on a Friday, so we call it follow Friday, but you will hear it on a Monday. So technically, it'd be for you, follow Monday. Follow Monday, but record it on follow Friday. So, yes. <laughs> Something like that. Um, so, Aaron, just quickly tell us how far you're along with your charity event as well. So, with the charity event, I've decided sort of i think i briefly mentioned this last week where i'll be doing basically a marathon in 24 hours with different tasks in between the miles so in essence i'm just running one mile every hour on the hour for 24 hours other than say in the last little last hour is when i'll have to knock it up to like three hours to technically class as a marathon since well, it, the marathon's an awkward number of 26.2, but there's only 24 hours in the day. So Three hours on your last hour? Yeah, three miles in the last hour. So on, are, you, are you still going to have people um, join in with you for your last three miles? Yeah, so that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking to try and get as many people to come along for the last for, for the last like three miles and just sort of join in. Like, even if you don't want to do um, the whole three miles, I think I'll probably do two miles, and then for the last one is when I'll get everyone to sort of join in. Mm-hmm. Or if someone wants to, if people want to do the three hours, three miles, sorry, then they're more than welcome to. But I know that three miles is a bit. Yeah, so I mean, it's, it's I think that's for it's for a great cause. It's for calm, isn't it? Yeah. Um. So I think what I would do is it's kind of really there's somebody deadlifting again. Sorry, that's deadlifting on top of you again. It, he's not deadlifting the room. I don't know if you can. It's weird because we can't actually. We don't know what this picks up, in a weird way, until we actually listen to it back. Once me and Aaron go kind of even more global, then what we'll do is we'll get like a really professional room with soundproofing and everything and all. Yeah, like a proper studio. We're not there yet. We're not. We're nowhere near superstardom, so we're not. We're not there. A couple more countries, a couple more listeners in each of the countries. Then. Yeah, maybe then we'll we'll take it up a notch. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, back to Aaron's charity event. So if it was last three miles, that that would be awesome just to get everybody involved with that. Um, you know, if you kind of if you if you are local to lift. Um, if, you, if you're a member at Lyft or a client, um, then come and join us. It's on the 8th of February. Uh, we'll be doing, well, the Saturday is 8th of February. Yeah, so 8th running up until the 9th, so 12 till 12. So 12 p.m. On the, so, yeah, 8th of February, 12 p.m. till... Finishing on the 9th, which is a Sunday at 12 p.m. Yeah. So we're doing these last mile, last three miles, but it's probably going to be about what? 11? Yeah, 11-ish, 12-ish. Yeah, Wait, 11. 11, just before 11, yeah. Just before 11. Um, so, yeah, it'd be, be great for you guys to, to get involved. Obviously, if you're in Indonesia, it may be a little bit difficult. Yeah. But you could possibly run at the same time. I suppose FaceTime is always an option. Yeah. That can carry you around with us. That would be awesome, wouldn't it? That would be, that would be really good. So, actually, we've done that with Face. Oh, yeah. We could do that. Literally just get everyone on sort of like a big Skype call and we're just running around with, with people from Australia, Fiji, South Africa. Everyone's just literally running, running a mile around their local area. Has anybody actually ever done that? I don't think so. We could. Yeah. There's an idea. idea. Copyrighted. 
copywriters. Yeah, definitely. So if you are in these countries and you want to get involved, maybe we'll do that. Yeah. Drop us a message and we'll sort something out. And then you, if you want to run the last, if you want to run three miles, then we'll jump on a Skype call, Zoom call, FaceTime, whatever is sort of easiest. And you can just technically run it with us despite being that a couple be thousand miles away. That would be awesome. Definitely that do that really if we can. Alright, so for today, what we're going to do, um, for today, we're going to do, it's what we call as a quick fire round. I'm going to ask Aaron five questions. He's going to answer, he's going to ask me five questions. We don't know what the questions are. Um, I don't know what he's got written down for me. He doesn't know what I've got written down for him. But basically, we have 90 seconds to answer the question. Um, and then, it's going to be an honest answer. It's going to be on the spot. So, who knows how this is going to go. Mm. but we do have a 90 second limit so after 90 seconds I'm going to set my phone and that has to go off and and if we haven't answered it then it's just talking yeah yeah so right. we're going one question like alternating between or we're going five yeah we'll alternate five. the question so you can ask me I'll ask you, you know, yeah you unless you want to go first yeah I'll go first do you want to get the timer ready right cool so I'm going to set it for 90 seconds alright you ready to go yeah all right, cool. So I'm going to set this for 90 seconds. What I'll do is I'll, answer the qu I'll give you the question first. Yeah. Right, and then I'll, I'll press play. Start. Mm -hmm. So, Aaron, question one. What advice would you give someone your age? So, Aaron, you are 17, coming up 18. What advice would you give somebody your age? Ooh, time starts now. Um, I don't know. Now that I've watched on the timer. So, I don't know. I suppose it sort of depends on what they want. I, I think that I've sort of realised now is that everyone sort of got their own different targets. Whereas, like, sort of the advice that I may be able to give them is specific on what they want. So, like, say if someone wants... It's like, I was having a conversation with one of my friends and he was saying that he just wants to literally, like, use Jake, if you're listening. I don't know if you, don't know if you actually listen to these. But he wants to just be a PE teacher and doesn't really want to go any further. And obviously all the motivational stuff where it's like, oh, reach for this, like, reach for the stars because you'll land, or reach for the moon because you'll land among the stars and stuff. doesn't really apply when he's got like a set plan of what he's going to do, what he wants to do, and like that's sort of what he's content with. Whereas say if someone wants to literally world domination through like a big massive social media marketing company, then that side, it would just be like, just get as much experience as you can in different things and sort of just do stuff. I think that's probably the best way I'd answer. I don't know if I answered that clearly. I don't know how much time I've got left. That's your answer. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. So you had 22 seconds left. Right? 22? 22 seconds. Right. I think, to be fair, I think I could probably have um, answered it a bit clearly, but I was just so worried that I wouldn't finish it. Right, so my turn then, I suppose. All Let's right. Ready? So, quick but question one is, will weight make women bulky? Short answer, no. It won't make women bulky. But what? There's a lot of research. There's a lot of different kind of um, there's different information out there. Testosterone is the biggest factor for building muscle. Yeah, and there's different numbers, different percentages. But you know, you go anywhere between a man has ten to fifteen times more testosterone than, than a woman. Again, don't quote us on um, exact percentages. Um, but women have quite a lower level of testosterone so they find it very difficult to build muscle that doesn't mean that they can't build muscle and this is one of the things that i've found training women over the years 
So everybody is going to be more inclined to build muscle in certain areas. So some women really kind of find their legs get quite big or shoulders get quite big. So they could build muscle in certain areas. But if they're in a calorie deficit, then they're going to find it difficult to build muscle. But it doesn't mean that they won't build muscle. Yeah. But it is very, very hard for a woman to, or a female to build bulk. When you see the pictures of women with kind of big shoulders and legs and look at the chin. Yeah, look at the chin. They've got big square chins. The chances are that they're taking some form of testosterone enhancement to get like that. Um, uh, a couple of seconds. Yeah, but in short, don't be afraid of getting bulky. As long as you're on a calorie deficit, um, you're looking to get strong and you look after yourself, you will not create bulk. Yeah. Time. Literally. Like that's so much better. On the second. Beforehand. <laughs> but I suppose it's just, I think it's quite a nice challenge being just asked something on the spot and being like, right, 90 seconds, go. So you're trying to think of statistics and everything in your head and it's just like mind blank. And it's just because then the time's not going, then you like, time just keeps on ticking and you're just like, oh, no. See, for me, I like to get kind of got warmed up into something. Then when I start talking, loads of things start coming to my mind. Yeah. So 90 seconds, you just get warmed up. And on a bit, you now, you could probably think back to what you were saying. And you were like, oh, I could have mentioned this, I could have mentioned that. And I listen back to this and think, oh, man, why didn't I say that? Why didn't I say that? Mm. That's what it's all about. Yeah. I'm so, I have a question too. Ask you the question first. What was the last thing you learned about health and fitness that made you think, wow, that's amazing. I didn't know that. Go. So it was, um, oh, I can't remember where I actually, where I originally sort of started learning about this, but it was about um, sort of, funnily enough, the menstrual cycle and how, because I think we were preparing for a, pod, for a different podcast about sort of like, um, just like female fat loss and just female, like sort of training and stuff. I'm wasting precious time here. Um, <laughs> which it was like pressure, pressure, pressure. sort of how the menstrual cycle split into two different areas. And then the 14th day on roughly just before ovulation is when the testosterone levels are the highest, which that's when most women would see, or most women have reported to see that they've like, got their like personal bests and stuff, which I just thought that was like really like, wow. I was just like, Jesus. And then like, say even the two weeks after, like the last two weeks of the menstrual cycle is when sort of, and that their little, like their BMR, their basal metabolic rate can increase by up to 150 calories, which also might explain like sort of the hunger aspect of it and how they get, like how everyone just always presumes that they like crave loads of chocolate and stuff, which it's just because they're just hungrier. Don't know if I, asked, don't know if I explained that very well, but I've got 10 seconds left to make up for it, so... Nah, after, yeah, you don't. Think, yeah. Because I think if I got carried away, I'd be disappointed that I leave it mid sentence. So I'll call it there. So obviously, what you've been um, reading is about the women's menstrual cycle. And yeah. How the hormones and things work, and is it is really fascinating. Um, I've actually wrote a couple of blogs on it. Um, and by and by no way, by no means an expert in it. Um, but I do like to read up on stuff like that, and it's it is it's actually really fascinating. Yeah. Um, and I think it kind of you learn a lot. From women when you actually train them as well. Uh, one of the, it's quite funny actually because one of the um, like one of my clients who had for a long, long time, uh, we actually call like well, actually she does. She calls her week where she feels weak, week week. Mm. This is a, this is her kind of time of the month, um, and her strength goes down a lot. You know, it, it kind of drops a lot. Um, and in the past, it's been quite frustrating. And I think for a female, it's 
sometimes they don't like from from this perspective who i'm talking about she didn't know why that happened it was only when we started actually exploring i started doing a bit more research we started talking about it they actually found out that it's very it, this is very common this is kind of mm -hmm. what happens at this t at this time of the month and now it just makes her training so much easier because she accepts at this point that she's not going to be as strong which yeah. she calls a weak week and you know it, it's you can work around it yeah it's like one um sort of james smith he was mentioned partly in his book how you should um compare like say instead of comparing week one to week two of the menstrual cycle compare week one of the next cycle so come like week one with week one week two with week two week three week four right sorry week three week three um, just to get more accurate results because say if say if, the, if we use the example of the week week say that's week three and you're comparing it to the week before when literally they get like they might hit a new pb in that second week but then that next week when they feel a bit when that's their week week then if they're comparing them too it could lead to like they just be disappointed really yeah i mean it's, it's, i do want to kind of do a podcast on this um just to get like Put some information out because I think it's <clears throat> maybe it's, it's it is quite unclear. Worth noting for a definitely lot of people, is. I, I think definitely before we do it, we would certainly get a lot of research done. Yeah, like so we can actually pull up sort of yeah, and put it in a kind of more structured way. Not but just we, ninety seconds of what I can do, remember from a book or a yeah, but that's fine. The things you've learned something from that, and that's good because then you get interested in it. Mm. And then, if anybody come and ask you a question, you would say, well, "Actually, this is what I know." But what I do is I'll go and do a little bit more research on it. Yeah. And that's you don't need to know everything. And this is a, this is a, this is the biggest part I think with personal trainers. They think they need to know everything, and they get put on the spot in the panic. And if you don't know something, it's fine. You just say, "Look, actually, I know a little bit about it, but I don't know enough to advise you th thoroughly." What I do is I'll go and do a little bit of research, and what I do, I'll come back to you and I'll, I'll talk to you. Yeah. Again, it's this kind of sort of imposter syndrome where people think they need to know everything and they're not smart enough. You don't need to be smart. Mm. All you've got to do is say, look, I know a little bit, don't know enough. I'm going to go and research it and I'm going to come back. Yeah. Like now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you everything about the menstrual cycle. I do know a little bit about it, but I'm not going to sit here and read it all off because the chances are I'll get more looks. I'm not an expert in it. Mm -hmm. But I'll certainly write stuff down and we'll come back and we'll do a proper podcast on it. Yeah, where we just have properly. Yeah. yeah. Fine. So, is it my turn or you? Yes. Yes. Lost track there. So, um, so yeah, we'll do this one. So, why should we adopt a high protein diet? Ooh, why should we adopt a high protein diet? Yes. So, protein is kind of really important for a lot of things. Um, if we look from a thermogenic effect, protein has a high Term effect of food. Okay, so it's TEF, has a high TEF. So basically, I think it's kind of, I come up with the sentences now, I think it's about 15%. It creates 15% mm. of metabolism, the way it's kind of burned. So basically, your body has to break protein down. So it increases your metabolism, means you burn more calories, and mine's gone completely blind. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, so it has a high thermic effect of food. Um, it's really important for muscle, for, for regeneration, um, building muscle, repairing muscle. Obviously, if you're in the gym and you're strength training, then this is really important. You need to have a higher protein intake so you can then repair what you've damaged in the gym. Mm -hmm. Yep. It also has a lot of nutrients as well. So protein is an essential macronutrient. 
to protein, your fats, and your carbohydrates. Carbohydrates are the only one that is not an essential macronutrient. So you could actually take these out of your diet and you wouldn't die. die. Yeah, you wouldn't essentially die. Fat and protein are two essential macronutrients. You need to have these in your diet. Mm -hmm. So all in all, yeah, protein is kind of really important. And this is really yeah. So two seconds to spare. Yeah, I didn't like that one. Like, no, I could have answered that a lot better on the spot. But at least you know for next time when you listen to it back and if someone asks you, you might, I'll give you 90 seconds. Why do, I, why do I need to have loads of protein? You'll be sorted, you'll be prepared. Right. What advice would you give to someone nervous about stepping into the gym for the first time or taking the first steps towards a healthier lifestyle? Ready? Yeah. Cool. So we'll go with the gym one first. So first advice I'd give to someone want, like, who are wanting to go into the gym, but obviously a bit nervous about going in, is sort of, see if you can arrange sort of a meet, like, if you're really that nervous, see if you can arrange a meet outside of the gym where you meet the person who would take you through the gym, outside, but in like not in a gym environment, so like a coffee shop, for example. Because I think that would be quite nice to break the ice, and then as you go in, you'd feel a lot more comfortable with the person showing you around the gym. And then ask if they can show you around the gym, show you how all the machines and all the exercises and stuff or just different range of them. Because I think this is important because I think the main reason why people feel a bit anxious going into the gym is because they don't know what to expect or because they've just heard loads of horror stories about literally people like slamming loads of weights down and stuff or the lads sort of just, I don't know, it just from outside looking in, the gym probably doesn't seem like the friendliest of places. But in reality, a lot of places are actually quite sort of nice and welcoming. Like, everyone's sort of example view of a gym. Obviously, I've only trained at Lyft, but like, whenever someone always talks to me about the gym being like a sort of a horrible place, I just, I can't see the comparisons. But then again, I've been there since I'm like about 12 years old, so I don't understand what it's like to step into a new environment in a way. So I think, I don't think I actually answered the question clearly, but... Run out of time. That's all right. It's good. Oh, stop. Yeah. yeah. Happy with that? Yeah, I'm actually quite happy, although I probably could have said a lot more. But It's hard when you're on the spot, isn't it? Yeah. You, 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 you just try, you know, you've got a timer ticking down and you haven't got time to think about this. Yeah, and you don't have the time to sort of pause and be like, right, say this bit and then I can go on to this bit and then this bit. It's like you can't sort of see your head and it's just like, it's like driving around a sharp turn. You, you can't like prepare for anything that's going to come around the corner. So you can't prepare for anything. But it's just you have to keep going. Oh, oh. Hit a car, you hit a car. And I don't know exactly. What's the worst thing can happen? All right. Can't help but feel as if all my questions are sort of like, um, just sort of general gym advice and stuff, like health and lifestyle stuff. But anyway. So this question is, why, why is everyone encouraged to hit 10,000 steps per day? Ready? Go. Uh, 10,000 steps comes from government recommendations, basically. Um, what they're kind of saying is, you should do 30 minutes of activity every single day to help keep your heart healthy, you know, move around, encourage you, have your lungs, these kind of things. Um, but it's just a nice number to hit. It's a nice number to kind of hit because it's not an easy number to hit. But it's good for your heart. It's good for your cardiovascular. 
It's good for mobilizing fat. It's just, you just get so many benefits because every day people don't move enough. This is the thing, you know, going back sort of years and years ago when people sort of didn't have cars or anything like that, they would have to walk anyway, so it wasn't a problem. These days, people, a lot of people are just lazy. You know, mm. we sit down all the time while we sat. Thing is, we go to work, we sat in the car, we go to work, we sat in the seat, we come back, we sit in the car on the way back, and we sit in front of the telly. We spend all the time sitting. A lot of people struggle to get sort of 3,000 steps a day, which is it's pretty poor, to be fair. I mean, you know, I can go for a 20-minute walk and get 3,000 steps in. That's kind of how much 3,000 steps is. If you don't get 3,000 steps a day over the whole, course of the whole day, that's really pretty poor. But 10,000 gives you a target. If you can hit 10,000, no, that's, that's a nice number to hit, but it means you're getting enough activity in that day to keep yourself healthy. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Huh? So, seven seconds to spare as well. Wow. I think we should be able to get that out of all of our time and just add it onto anyone else that we needed. Oh, that'd, Back it up. Yeah. That'd be totally cheers. Fine. <coughs> so, what's your mission in life? Go. Oh, that was a little bit of a curveball there. So, as in, what do I want to achieve? Like, sort of, what's my and yeah. Um, I think from at the moment, I just sort of want to. I think I really like the idea of just being literally a student and just learning about so many different stuff. Like that's what I like, and I sort of my mission is to basically learn about so many different stuff and jot it, all, jot it all down make it simplified so everyone else can understand it basically so like say if someone literally like say sort of trained for example so like they they could literally read one like a post that i put, put up or something and comfortably understand what i'm talking about and what like the different rep ranges are and stuff and they could come in the next day and be like all right we'll we'll test this out and see what happens that's what i sort of want to do but on a whole like sort of different scale of so many different things i think that's probably where I'm heading at the moment, where I'm thinking, although I'm not really too sure on how I'm going to sort of do that as of now. Okay. But I think that's what I enjoy at the moment. So, But granted, that might change. So I'll have to report back to you if it does. Okay. I'll put that in there for a reason. Um, I think a lot of people struggle with what they're actually trying to achieve in life. And sometimes really overanalyze it. And I think if you can get put on the spot like that, your natural thought, or maybe something that's subconscious, yeah, kind of comes to the front and makes you really think about it. I know you're kind of only 18 years old, and I'm asking you what your mission is in life. I know, but to be fair, when I was thinking, like, when I was sort of thinking about it there, like, what I actually said, like, sort of just came out, like, as I was saying it. But, um, so at the same time, I've lost my train of thought now. Sorry, someone was trying to get in. Someone was trying to break into the office. Someone was trying to get a, get the guest speaker. Try, they're trying to get in on our action. I know exactly. They were like, oh, he's a global podcast. Let's see if I can. Yeah, I'm just going to go and sneak in there and just get my own voice in there. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, when I was sort of talking about it, when I was sort of thinking, that was what naturally sort of came forward. Whereas like, it would have been easy for me to sort of be like, oh, I want to like, sort of do this, do that and stuff. When that was sort of my my sort of like, Natu- like what I would naturally just want to say. I think it's 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 quite difficult. I think when you when you overanalyze stuff, you just get so your, your head just gets so full of different things. Oh it, yeah, it's just hard. But then if someone puts you on the spot and you have to answer something, the things that really matter you come forward. Yeah, and that's why I want to do that. So sorry for tripping the but uh, it was a good question. To be fair, it was uh, fun. 
Oh, but fun. So I'm actually going a bit off task since one of my questions was sort of already answered. <clears throat> so I'm going to flip it back on to you. Say, what is your mission in life? What's my mission in life? Yeah. Right, okay. Um, my mission in life is to change people's perception of this industry. I want to help as many people as I can. That's kind of what I think. I want to make my mark in this industry just simply because I've struggled a lot in the past and you've read, you've, you've already listened to, hopefully you've listened to podcasts of my kind of background. And I want to just help people and give them the, the stuff that's you know, crap and it was just the real stuff. Mm. So, you know, we've got this gym, so we do help a lot of local people. I want to reach forward and I want to help more people globally and get more people involved with my, I wouldn't say my philosophy, but my way of doing things. Um, I think there's a lot of good things out there, you know, and I'd like to be kind of, not so much with them because I think my approach is a little bit different than the people who I'm working with probably a little bit different. Um, but it's just making my mark and helping, helping people. I also want to create a, life, a good life for my family. That mm -hmm. is probably the most important part because at the end of the day, I've got a small family, I've got two kids and a wife, and I want to give them the best possible life. And if I can do that by doing something that I love and helping people in the process, then to me, that's just a, it's a no brainer. Mm -hmm. You know, this to me is not working. This to me is, I enjoy it, but and I'm also helping people. Yeah. I had a sneaky feeling you were gonna ask us that as well. <laughs> I sort of, I was thinking about it and I was like, right, let's just see if I can flip it on like, a, like an Uno reverse card. Just put it straight down. But is this our last? So this is your last question, on. Nice. All right. So, what would be your top tip to anybody listening now? So probably similar to the advice to people my age. It depends, really, sort of on what people want to do, I suppose. But like top tip for anyone, sort of nervous about anything i'd just say honestly just go for it really like i, I don't know i've seen that i remember like there was sort of a time when i was a bit sort of i wouldn't say shy but like i think jamie Alden in his new book puts it right puts it like quite well we can be courageous in like some aspects of life but then some parts you're not so thing and like you've probably hidden away in it which on the forefront it looks as if i'm probably like really comfortable like confident and sort of like just go places and stuff don't really don't really care but then also the same point I also neglect quite a different quite a few different things when I should be putting more effort into that um which I seen a quote like just a random quote off one of those like Instagram pages and it was like yeah there's some games that you don't get to play unless you go all in which from that I've sort of started to just put a lot more effort into everything like sort of all the different avenues that I've sort of like so all the different aspects of life in a way, like whether that be sort of from obviously career, what I want to do when I'm older, what I want to do in the future, what I want, what I'm doing now, um, relationships, like sort of trying to build up relationships and sort of and different things. I don't know how. Oh, sort of. Feels as if I ended that off in a comfortable position, but yeah. Are you happy with that? Yeah. So that was good answer. I like it. I was 
yeah, I feel as if I probably we could have said a lot more and sort of. But you know what? I'm, I'm happy with it. Good. Basically, I've just wrote down high reps and low weight, or low reps and high weight, in the essence of sort of what do you think is um, best for just sort of general gym goers, I suppose. Okay. Does that make um, sense? It just depends because the thing is, if you're doing low reps, high weight, no, if you're doing low reps and high weight, you're looking more from a strength perspective from there. If you're doing low weight and high reps, you're giving your body a different stimulus. The best advice I would say is you need to go through the full spectrum. Again, kind of what maybe what we spoke about a couple of weeks ago was the training side of it. Don't just do one set of rep ranges. You know, this is kind of where a lot of people go wrong. So what they do is they do say eight to 12 is very, very popular. Mm. So all they do is eight to 12, eight to 12, eight to 12, but you're missing a big part of it there. You're missing the strength side of it and you're also missing more of the endurance side of it. So what I would say is, is getting a good balance um, of what you're doing, but get some consistency and get some structure. Yeah, because that's a big thing. I've actually just done a video on this. Um, a lot of people gym hop, uh, gym hop. A lot of people program hop, and this is why they don't see results. So what they do, they do something for a little bit, and then they jump and do something else for a little bit, and then what they do is they don't change. And this is the whole point. You've got to get some structure so you can have variety, but keep it structured. So things that we're talking that range is you could do sort of something like. Um, again, may say on a Monday, this is just completely off the top of your head. Say on Monday, you're doing a bit more strength stuff, so it's kind of five reps, six reps. Maybe midweek, you do more eight to 12 reps, so a bit more kind of hypertrophy work. Um, and then towards the end of the week, you're doing a bit more high rep stuff, a bit more sort of conditioning side stuff or endurance side, whatever you want to kind of call it, or pump work, if you like. Um, so just getting a good balance. Yeah. That? Yeah. Happy with that? Yeah, I suppose. Good. All right, so that's all the questions done. So how'd you find that? I thought it was, it was good. I thought it was um, challenging, to say the least, and sort of puts you on the spot. You've just got to literally think fast and just sort of, as you're saying it, you're also thinking of what you're going to say at the same time, yeah. which is a bit it's challenging. It is. But I, I'd say I'd, I'd, I'm not happy with my answers, definitely not. Um, but... I'm not going to change it because it's the whole point is you put in the spot. Yeah. You kind of you asked a question and you've just got to think quick. But for me, this is a good learning experience for us. Yeah. You know, I think the, the answers that we've given, there's nothing sort of. There's nothing wrong, but there's sort of. Yeah, but it, it's again put you on the spot because you do, your mind goes blank and you just try to think of a really good answer to give. But you know, by the time you think of it, your time's kind of ticking down. But stuff like that, this is you're putting yourself out of your comfort zone. It's kind of one of the reasons I wanted to do this today. Because yeah. Because it really puts you out of your comfort zone. It certainly put me out of my comfort zone. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, it was very sort of challenging. And I just, I don't know, but in the 90 seconds, it just feels like such a, I don't know, when you sort of look at it, it seems like both a long long set of time and you're like, right, I've got plenty of time. But then as you sort of get into it, you like you look at the timer and you're like, oh, you've got like 20 seconds left and I'm not even halfway through what I want to say. So you've just got to quickly like wrap it up and like sort of adapt it as you go, which I just think is. Oh, that's cool. good. So we're going to do um, we are going to do a more female-based podcast because we also what we're going to be bringing a guest on. Um, this is one of my clients who I've been training for a good number of years. Uh, I think she'd be quite relatable to a lot of female listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it would be good. Um, she's gone through a lot with the gym. Um, changing her body composition, changing her health, changing her mindset 
and this is a, this is a big thing. So we're going to bring her on over the next couple of weeks. Uh, we want to do a female podcast first. Again, obviously having all the information in front of us and not just going off the top of your head because it's important what we're saying is actually like true and backed up yeah. by evidence, essentially. Yeah, of course. Um, <clears throat> so that's going to be in the next couple of weeks. So watch out for that. Yeah, we'll be posting it all over because I think that's going to be a really good podcast, which... I was looking forward to doing that. I was sort of like, I was up late last night, literally, like, I don't know, but like, have you ever sort of like sat down and started reading one thing and sort of it led to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing? Next thing you know, it's about four o'clock in the morning. You're like, eh, how have I got to this point? And you're like, right, I need to jump into bed. That's good because you're, you're, when you're doing that, you're kind of interested in what you're doing. Yeah. You want to know more about it. Good. So that was, that was um, the quick fire podcast so hope you enjoy this hope you got some value from us and in the meantime yes um you can join our lift coffee stop group uh what else is a charity event yeah the charity event so the links will be in the show notes for the different things so the charity event which we'll be doing on the 8th of february forgot what how to say february for some reason um link for the facebook group that we've got the lift coffee stop which I definitely recommend joining that. Also, within that, we've also started an accountability group, which sort of, if this is something that you need, where you sort of have different things that you want to hit, but don't always hit them, this could be something for you to potentially just see if that's any good. Yeah, so basically, accountability group would just be doing like daily tasks, just simple yeah. stuff. Uh, these are things that people neglect or don't do, but that should be part of your life, really. I'm just simple stuff like hitting 10,000 steps, mm-hmm. drinking water. These kind of things, and it's basically all we do is accountability. So every day, I put a post up on Facebook, and then somebody or sorry, whoever's in the group, they they have to take a screenshot of what they've done. So we have like a ticking box, so it's basically a list of tasks, and they have to take it off, and they have to be accountable by uploading this into the, into the Facebook group. Yeah. Um, and again, just keeps you accountable. If you don't do it, you're not being accountable, and nobody loses apart from the person who's already doing that. Yeah, um, I'm doing it because there's things that I kind of miss and I want to kind of get in my daily routine so I'm doing it as well and putting things up there and it just seems to work yeah what I like about it because I'm in the group as well sort of um, when people like see, you'll see like a few people will upload and then also go into detail about why <clears throat> so the last two points was like oh was today a win and then like what can they improve on like some people go into like in depth on how they're going to improve and sort of the next day you can see that in the half and they can see that they've sort of done that. I just think that's, that's good. Yeah, definitely. Like I mean, it, it's, it's, it's kind of, um, it's like why a lot of people write in journals. Like I write in a journal every morning, every night, because once you start writing things, it actually brings more things to the forefront of your mind. And then you kind of think, oh, actually, I could do this, I could do this. And it gets you, it gets you really positive because then you think, well, instead of just thinking I had a bit of a crappy day, yeah. Think, well, okay, yes, it wasn't great, but I'm going to improve it by doing this gives you confidence for the next day and you think all right actually all i need to do is this and tomorrow i'll be fine and this is this is the whole point this is how you kind of start moving forward and you continue along the path and not hit that point where you think you're a failure when you're not it just keeps you moving it's like um sort of i went to a talk in newcastle with paul Moore, and one of the things that he was mentioning was sort of asking yourself questions to like generate whatever feeling you want to try and create so like if you want to be excited for your day, pop pumped up, ask yourself in the morning, what can you be excited for in the day? And sort of, as you answer that, you'll start to naturally feel more excited about the day and sort of excited about the task that you want to. It's like this morning, I was like, 
admittedly, I was just a bit like that. Do you know when you wake up and you're just a little bit flat? Then I was sort of thinking about it as I was brushing my teeth, and I was like, right, well, today I'm going to record a quick fire podcast, and, and it's just going to be so good. And then after that, I was sort of like proper, that's when I was back, and I was just like, really sort of energetic and sort of doing all the stuff that I normally would. Yeah, so I think when we, as, as kind of people, we just we, we focus on the negative things. Mm. So if something's kind of, yeah, it was a crappy day, but one bad thing might have happened and you kind of, you hang on to that neg- negative part of your day. Yeah. But there might have been 10 things that actually happened that were actually really good. But because of that one negative thing, you kind of hang on to it. Because if you're writing stuff down, if you're writing stuff down and you're saying, oh, dude, what could, what, one of the things I like to do with my clients, or some of them, is say, write three things down that you've done good this week. So first of all, they're putting down the positive things that they've done. Then write three things down that you can improve on. You're not saying what do you do shit at, you're just saying what can you improve on. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you write a little plan going forward. There's no negative there, it's just giving you things to work on. Yeah. It's like Amazon. If you go on Amazon and you're looking for a product, what's the first thing you look at in reviews? You look for the negative reviews. Yeah. You don't look at the, There could be 20,000 positives, but there'll be four negatives. And then the first ones that you read, because you think, oh, no, that guy said it was crap. But what about the 20,000 people that said it was actually good? Yeah. But for some reason, we just kind of, we latch on to the negative things. And that's what kind of brings us down. And ruined your day. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. So think positive and write stuff down and your day will change. Yeah. And that's our uh, <laughs> and that's our little tip for the day. Yeah. But yeah, so thanks guys. Thanks for listening. Um we'll catch up with you next week. <laughs>